Welcome to the Glow Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Sun. I'm a lifestyle YouTuber and health and wellness enthusiast. This is where we will have raw and unfiltered conversations around wellness, self-care, astrology, relationships, and career. Join me and be empowered to become your best self mentally, emotionally, and physically. It's time to manifest your dream life. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Glow Radio. I'm literally recording this episode right after the previous episode that I did with Clara. And today I'm actually like super exhausted because I went to see this new acupuncturist, which um, I'll tell you a little bit about later on. But anyway, I think she did so much energy work on me. It was like a very intense session. So I was feeling super exhausted. But then after I recorded that episode with Clara, I was like, this is giving me life. And I just couldn't wait to share with you guys the next topics I had planned. So here I am recording another solo episode right after the previous one. I feel like this is when I know that something is truly my calling because I was so tired. Like I literally was like, I'm going to take a nap right after me and Claire record. But then after we did it, it gave me so much life that I just want to keep going. So here we are. So today I wanted to share with you guys how I learned to eat intuitively and we're going to go super, super fucking in depth into my health journey because I just want to share with you guys every single detail that has led me to where I am right now and I'm by no means perfect in my health journey like it's really a process every single day, but I feel like I've learned a lot at this point that could possibly help some of you guys. So that's why I really want to share with you guys how I overcame my personal health issues, like health struggles, mindset challenges, all that kind of stuff. So let's just dive right into it. So why I want to talk about eating intuitive, intuitively. I feel like this is like a buzzword almost nowadays. Like it's very, very popular. So many people talk about it. And why why do it? Like why should you eat intuitively? So for me, I found that eating intuitively has really helped me be more comfortable and confident in my body. I really learned how to love myself, love my body, and I rarely feel any guilt whenever I eat now. Like if I eat something that's slightly less nutritious or not as healthy as normal, like I rarely, rarely feel any guilt from that. And I just want to share with you guys how I got to this place because it was not like that before. Like if you guys know me, I am I am a control freak. Like it is my Virgo moon side and possibly also my Virgo rising, you know, like I have a double, double Virgo there. Virgos are super critical, nitpicky. We just like want things to the T. So that side of me has definitely come out in my earlier years. And it's it's constantly a struggle for me, I feel like, in life because I am a Pisces. So I'm a Pisces sun. And Pisces is the opposite of Virgo. So I constantly have like this internal battle inside of me, literally polar opposites, constantly battling each other. So for a Pisces, like some of the negative things of being a Pisces is that I can tend to be very emotional. I can look for escape things. Like I can be an escapist. So I feel like because of that, I've gone through a lot of issues in my health. Um, and also because the, the Virgo side is so controlling, you know, it's like this constant battle within me. So before I dive into my very specific journey, I also want to make a note here and say that health and eating is super personal. Like it's a super personal thing. There's no one size fits all. What works for one person may not work for another. So even though I'm sharing my journey with you guys, what works for me may not work for you. And I feel like all I want to do is empower you guys to be able to make your own choices, to learn more about your body, to listen to your own body, to experiment, and to really figure out what feels best for you. One thing that I strongly believe in, and I say all the time, either on the podcast or on my YouTube channel, is that a healthy body starts with a healthy mind. And I feel like once I really grasped this concept, it's helped me so much. Like once I really shifted my mindset to focus on 
developing a healthy mind, healthy thoughts, it's translated into my body. So let's let's dive into it. Let's dive into my very, very specific health journey. And because I have a Virgo moon, I'm going to go into every single little detail. So if you guys are a fan of that, then you will probably enjoy my very specific details. So I'm going to share with you guys the struggles that I've gone through and some that I'm still going through right now. All of these encompass mental challenges, emotional challenges, and physical challenges. So let's rewind way, way, way back to when my health journey started. So I would say that it really started during around my second year university. So I want to say that was almost, I think that was probably around 2012-ish, so maybe about eight years ago. So at this point, I really didn't know anything about healthy eating. I didn't know anything about exercise. Growing up, I'm, I was generally a very thin-built person. Like, I'm generally very skinny, and I don't usually gain weight too quickly or too often. But when I entered university, I don't know what it was. It was probably, like, my body growing up and me getting older and the stress of university studies, I noticed that I gained a little bit of weight. So I gained about five pounds, which is not really a big deal. But to me, it felt like a big thing because I had never really gained any weight up until this point. And in university, I was pretty much still eating whatever I wanted. I never really exercised. And I would almost have like hot chocolate and banana bread almost every single day in that first, I think first and second year in school. So that probably did not contribute to being healthy. So when I noticed that I gained this bit of weight, all I could think about was I need to exercise. That's what I need to do. And up until this point, I like never really exercised. I played a little bit of sports in high school. Like I was on the volleyball team for a bit. I played ultimate frisbee, but I had no idea about working out, lifting weights, like cardio, strength training, anything about that. I was a complete noob. So one thing that helped me get going or started my whole interest, I guess, in nutrition and health and fitness was because I did this, I think it was like a... I forget how many days, but like a 21-day challenge or something like that with a community group that I was with at my church. And I feel like it was a very extreme kind of detox challenge kind of thing. And that's because like the person leading it was like a very intense kind of leader and she wanted to make it super fun, you know, because she enjoyed challenges and she was like a huge like fitness person. But for me, like being someone so new to it, it actually brought out a lot of insecurities in me and it brought out a lot of inner issues that I didn't even know that I was dealing with. And by no means am I like blaming this challenge, but I feel like it was it was just the start of me learning more about myself. So one of the first things we did was cut out sugar for like the first week, like the first five days. So we weren't allowed to have any sugar at all, even like fruit. And being the person that I am now, I would never recommend something like this to anyone because I feel like it can trigger a lot of disordered eating mindsets. And that's exactly what it triggered for me. So also being like the super intense person that I am, like I'm such an extremist, probably because of my like nitpicky Virgo-ness, I just wanted to do everything perfectly. And I was like, I must not eat any sugar. And I would be like, so just so focused on it. And then after that first five days where I cut out all sugar, I didn't realize that I had such a big addiction to it. Because like I said, I was eating like banana bread and treats like almost every single day, which was obviously not healthy. But to go from that to like cutting cold turkey was probably not the best move, in my opinion, for myself. And after that, it just triggered a whole series of binge eating for me. And this turned into like a very disordered eating mindset, disordered eating habits for, I would say, I think like about a year or two. That was when it was really, really bad. And I just struggled with binge eating. And 
I want to explain that it's not it's not just like regular overeating. Like binge eating is really like I felt like I had no control over myself, no control over my mind and body, and I would go back and forth between restricting and binging, restricting and binging, and I felt so guilty, like just extreme guilt. I felt like no one around me at that time really understood. I didn't really know how to share it with them. Like this wasn't something, for example, like my mom went through. My mom has always been such a disciplined person, and I feel like she. Doesn't really understand the struggles of overeating because she's never really gone through that ever in her life. So I couldn't talk to her about it, and like I felt like it was hard for me to open up to my friends at that time. I was also in a very toxic relationship. I talked to you guys about that previously, and I couldn't really share with him about my struggles either. It was like I completely lost control over my body when I would binge and I would eat until I felt so sick. I didn't ever purge. But it was just like this constant cycle of binging, and then every time I did that, I would punish myself by exercising. So I forced myself to go to the gym and just like go on the cardio machine or whatever, so that I could burn off the calories. And I never really saw any results in my body. I was very, very insecure with how I looked, and my whole point of working out and eating. Or wanting to eat healthy was just because I want to look good, and now I know that that is not a deep enough goal. You know, like that kind of goal is not going to keep you sticking to a healthy lifestyle long term. Which now I know, like years and years later. So that kicked off a binge eating cycle for me, and then I want to talk a little bit about how I got into fitness and how I started working out. So at that time, my my ex. Had the P90X series, so he had the DVDs. So I just borrowed them, and I just started doing them like twice a week at first, twice a week, and I felt so sore in the beginning. Like being someone who never worked out before, I was extremely sore. Like sitting on the toilet was death for me because like bending my legs. Oh my god, my quads! Like I can't even. So that's. Kind of how I got into working out, and since it was from the comfort of my own home, I didn't have to worry about like looking silly or anything like that. I didn't have much coordination back then. Like I was really like not someone who was into fitness. Like I feel like a lot of people may be surprised by not by that seeing me now because you know throughout my journey I've been a personal trainer, blah blah blah, and like now I'm super into fitness. But when I first started, you guys got to remember like. Not saying I'm an expert, but every expert was once a beginner. So don't be, you know, don't be ashamed of humble beginnings because everyone's got to start somewhere. And I was so uncoordinated, just like I had no like mind body coordination like connection. But anyway, so I did P90X, and then I really enjoyed it actually. So I started following the program. More closely, so I think it's like a five or six day a week program. So I started doing that, and then after moving forward, I found out about the Insanity program. Like I love Shanti, I still love him to this day. And by doing that program, it really kickstarted my love for like high intensity training, high intensity interval training. Like I'm a super energetic. Person, so I found that this type of training is something that I really love. And at this point in my life now, though, I'm stepping a little bit away from that, and I'm gonna go into it later. But just that was that was my background, or that was how I started. I really found my love for high intensity training, and then eventually, I was able to overcome binge eating. And I feel like it was just because I hit rock bottom. Like I was so sick. Of feeling guilty about myself, like I remember there were two instances that were really, really bad for me. So one of them, at that time, I was working in retail, and one of my coworkers invited me to this barbecue that she had. So like a bar, I think it was like a birthday or something, but this barbecue event. So I went there and I literally binged on everything. So people around me couldn't really notice that I had a binging problem. They just thought that I had a big appetite, you know. Cause I I didn't really say anything about it, but I literally couldn't withhold myself, and I felt like, yeah, I just had no self control. I binged on everything that was there. I think there were like, 
barbecue meats, cake, pastries, sweets, like those Malona popsicles, if you guys know what I'm talking about. And I just felt so sick. Like I wanted to cry when I went home, but I just, I just couldn't talk to anyone about it. And another instance I remember was that I went on a camping trip with a few friends at that time. And once again, I binged on so, so many foods. I think we had like pasta, uh, bacon, eggs, and just like, you know, normal foods. But I couldn't control myself from eating way, way too much and just binging on it. And I went home and I just felt so sick. And then I was like, I can't live like this anymore. I can't keep binging and I can't keep feeling guilty, feeling bad for me, for myself. And this is not a way to live. You know, I was like, I want to get to my dream body at that time. And I, I wanted to be comfortable with myself. So I think it was at that moment, I just kind of kicked myself in the butt and really just like disciplined myself. I don't, I don't really know exactly how I did it, but I feel like it was like the grace of God, you know, like I'm a very spiritual person and I feel like it was truly, truly God who helped me overcome it because I would just pray. I would just be like, please, you know, help me stop binging because I don't want to be unhappy all the time. And I feel like that's honestly what helped me. So after I overcame binge eating, I felt so compelled to just share this with the world. And I was like, I want to help other girls who go through this because I know that eating disorders are a real thing. And I know that so many people struggle with it. So I wanted to become a personal trainer. I wanted to become a health coach. Like I was so, so passionate about it at that time. And I was like, I really just want to share this with the world and empower other people. So that's what I did. You know, after university, I studied to become a personal trainer and I literally got my certificate within a month and then became a personal trainer. But after I became a personal trainer, I would say that my mindset still wasn't completely healthy. Like from the binge eating, one thing I learned was to not be so hard on myself. I think that was one of the first mindset shifts I had. I was like, why am I so hard on myself? Like, just because I overeat once, it doesn't mean I need to beat myself up about it. Like, I can eat better at my next meal. I think, like, following a lot of positive social media accounts, I was really active on Tumblr back in the day, and I follow a lot of fitness accounts, and I would see people write things like, if you eat one unhealthy meal, that's totally fine. Just choose something healthy at your next meal. And a lot of quotes about like remembering that you have a choice. Like I always have a choice whenever eating something. Like even if someone offers me something, I am empowered to choose. I don't have to say yes all the time. If I don't feel like that's going to be good for me, I'm allowed to say no. And if there are people around you who don't respect your boundaries, you know, you might want to reconsider your relationship with them, you know, because you want people around you who are empowering. I feel like that's... That's one thing I've learned in all areas of life. Like if you really want to succeed, you need to surround yourself with empowering, encouraging people. And I know sometimes that's not always possible. Like when I first started my whole health journey, I didn't really have a lot of friends at that time, like not a lot of close friends. And my ex at that time wasn't right for me. You know, he didn't know how to encourage me and empower me. So honestly, I felt really alone because there was no one I could really talk to about it. But being at the place that I am now, this is why I want to share with people that, you know, you can still overcome it. And hopefully this podcast will be a sense of hope for you to know that there will be a solution to any problem that you have. So back to when I became a personal trainer, I would say that I was still pretty restrictive. But at this point, what I would do is that I would have very small meals throughout the day. And then I would have just major cheat days on the weekend. So from like Monday to Friday, I would eat quote unquote clean as possible. And then on the weekend, I would just like eat whatever I wanted. Sometimes it would lead to overeating and I wouldn't feel good. But I wasn't as hard on myself as I used to be. But it was still quite a challenge for me to eat 
like clean on the weekdays and I felt like at this time I, I was probably under eating because I had so many cravings still and I would still like it's like I learned how to restrict in a more controlled way I would say and I would still feel some guilt like on the weekday if I was like oh my god I, I gave into my cravings today and I ate like a cookie or something and then I'll be like oh my god like I'm gonna be so bloated tomorrow or whatever and I feel like it was like this constant back and forth journey of me realizing that eating one cookie is not gonna make me gain 10 pounds the next day and I feel like a lot of women go through this so that's definitely something that I went through in my earlier days and then while I was a personal trainer I also went through a very big experimentation process so I was constantly looking for the perfect diet because I wanted to look a certain way and I just kept researching and seeing like what these fitness gurus would eat and at that time I was really drawn to like the bodybuilding world so I looked at them and I was like what are they eating because I want to just copy what they're eating in order to look how they look and I didn't realize like you know how personal everyone's journey is how personal everyone's health is and just by me following someone else's diet doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be good for me because I was reading about how like some bodybuilders eat so much protein like they're eating like a high protein diet and then I was like oh my god I need to like increase my protein so I would like increase my animal protein and that just did not make me feel good because I was like constipated all the time. And I was just having the wrong mindset because I was so focused on how I looked. And I was like, how am I going to achieve the body that I want? So moving on, I started experimenting a little bit with vegetarianism because some of my coworkers at that time were vegetarian. So I was like, why not give this a try? But I didn't really know how to eat vegetarian properly. I didn't know how to get all my nutrients. And I'm someone with a little bit of like a really tricky gut, I would say. My digestive system isn't very strong. So, yeah, eating eating like too much fiber or not enough fiber is really difficult for me. So, so that's definitely something that I went through. And I'm also such an extreme person. So after experimenting with the vegetarianism, in the beginning, I was a little bit more loose with it. So I was like, I'm going to be vegetarian for like some days of the week, mostly the weekdays. And then at the end of the week, like the weekends, I would just kind of eat whatever. And then I went back to eating meat. You know, it was like this like whole back and forth thing. And I feel like I was such an extremist. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to eat vegan now because... I just like stumbled upon some articles and they were saying like veganism is like the best diet for your body and I was I feel like I was very impressionable at that age like I was I think in my early 20s and I'm like generally pretty gullible probably blame it on my Pisces side but also because of my Virgo side I'm like I need to know every single thing about every single diet like I'm always like searching for all the details the knowledge and then I, so I decided to become vegan and it was really difficult in the beginning because there, I was watching a lot of YouTube and then if you guys remember like there used to be a lot of raw vegan YouTubers and they would eat like I forget what that girl was called I think her name was like Freely the Banana Girl or something and she would eat like 50 bananas a day and like 50 mangoes and something like that and I honestly... I'm, I'm very against that now because I feel like that is not a good way of balance. And like the whole internet was really in this vegan trend back in the day. And I kind of hopped on that too. And for me, like I just thought that it was the healthiest thing out there. So I experimented with raw veganism, but I felt like I didn't feel good. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to eat like normal vegan, I guess. And then I would like watch other YouTubers and they would eat like 3,000 calories a day, like a girl who works out a lot. And then I was like, oh my God, I need to eat 3,000 calories a day. And then like I started gaining weight because of doing that. And then I read a ton of books on veganism. Like I was super into it. I literally bought like probably around 10 books 
about it. I learned from so many vegan doctors and I was just immersed. I was like, this is the way to go. And I was like, everyone should be vegan. And I was so just like, I did not like who I was back then because I was so intense about it. But even though at the end, so I was vegan for about two years and then, okay, in the middle part of when I was vegan, I do feel like there was a healing part of it because for vegans, a lot of them, a lot of the books I read, a lot of the people I followed, they were saying that you can basically not focus on the calories too much as long as you're eating healthy foods. And nowadays, I don't really agree with that saying. I would say it's more important to listen to your body to learn how to eat intuitively, to learn how to eat until you're full and not stuffed. But a lot of these people were saying that, don't worry about the calories, you can just eat whatever you want as long as it's vegan and it's healthy. So because of my past restrictive mindset, that was very releasing for me because I would just like eat and eat and eat like however much I wanted and I didn't feel guilty about it. So That being said, like I don't regret anything in my past and even though I don't eat vegan anymore, I do feel like that time in my life was meant to be and I learned so much from it. So moving on, the next stage in my my health journey was when I decided to do a bikini competition. So at this time I was still vegan and I'm the type of person that likes to have like very intense goals. Like I felt like I just need something to push me to the next level in fitness. And I was constantly looking to like be better and to like be more intense. And also because I was a personal trainer and health coach, I feel like I needed to like prove myself. I'm going to have another episode on how I manifested my dream job and kind of what being a personal trainer taught me. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be coming up in another episode. But anyway, so... Being a personal trainer, just like I was putting this pressure on myself. But and then to take myself to the next level, I was like, I need to do a bikini competition because I feel like that's what people are doing. And I was watching a lot of YouTubers again that were doing that. So I looked for a coach. I looked for a vegan coach. And looking back now, I don't feel like she was the best option because I talked to some of the girls that she coached. And a lot of them had similar health issues as me after the whole like bikini competition. So anyway, so I'll tell you how that process went. Nowadays, I I wouldn't really recommend you do a bikini competition unless unless you're someone who has a very, very healthy mindset. You you don't you love routine and yeah, because for me, I was just too strict with it. So I, I was counting macros because that's usually like what people do on these competition diets. I'm not saying all of them, but usually. So and some of my coworkers at that time were counting macros. So this was something that I knew about. And counting macros was very bad for my mindset because I would want to weigh things to the T, like to the ultimate T. And it would bother me so much if it was like not to the gram. So that was not not good for my mindset. And that's, yeah, probably my Virgo tendencies. And then another thing that I did kind of unintentionally during the prepping was intermittent fasting. And I didn't do it intentionally because I had so little calories to eat that I would just finish them early on. Like I would finish them around one o'clock and then not eat until the next morning, which was extremely unhealthy. Like, if you guys don't know much about fitness, like, bikini competitions and bodybuilding, I wouldn't say it's healthy. Like, these people look good, but at the end of it, you are so weak and tired just from so much training and under-eating that, to me, it's not worth it. So after that bikini competition... I feel like that's when I really learned to start loving my body. Like at the end of it. Because, okay, during it, I was like, oh my god, I look so good. I look so thin, um, so toned because I was eating so little. And then right after the competition, I started to gain a ton of weight. Because at this time, I was not having the binge eating mindset anymore. But I was just so hungry from under eating. 
So I would overeat a lot afterwards. And then I had to reset like my hormones. I can't remember exactly what it is right now, but I think your, I'm going to look it up. Your leptin is the hormone where it tells you that you're full. I could be wrong. I think it's like your hunger hormone. But anyway, so I had to like balance my leptin in my body because my body didn't know what it felt like to be full anymore. That's why I think I gained about like 15, 20 pounds after the competition. And then after the competition, I kept chasing like my competition body. I was like, oh, I must go back. Like I wanted to compete again, like right afterwards. And I didn't want to give my body any time to rest. But then finally, I think I like saw this other fitness coach and she was telling me like she thinks that I should rest and allow myself a little bit more time before doing another competition if that's what I wanted and that was like what finally told me okay fine I will take a break and eventually like I didn't feel like I ever want to do a competition again because after that I realized I had adrenal fatigue so adrenal fatigue is when your body is overstressed so when it's overstressed, you just feel like so tired, like extreme tired, extreme fatigue. It's so hard to get out of bed in the morning and you just feel so unmotivated to do anything. And right now I'm kind of going through like minor adrenal fatigue, like less than when I experienced it after my bikini competition. But after having that experience, I, I know like my body doesn't process stress very well. So... I just had to reset my body. I would I would eat until I was satisfied, until I was full, and yeah, I like gained a bunch of weight after, and I was struggling a lot too at this time because I was like, oh, I used to be so fit or so toned when I was competing, and like I just kept chasing that body. So moving on to the next point here, this is when I finally, finally started to learn how to eat intuitively. So while I was going through the whole adrenal fatigue, I don't know, I'm choking on my words, fatigue here, I moved to Hong Kong with my ex, with my toxic ex. And honestly, like this time in my life was very, very transformational. I would say it was one of the most traumatic times in my life, but also there was a lot of healing during this move for my body because I really had to let go of control when I moved to Hong Kong. I lived with his family and I didn't always have control over what I eated. I couldn't be like counting macros anymore because I feel like that would just be so stressful for me. So it was like a process. I I have some old, old YouTube videos kind of sharing about how I learned how to stop tracking ma macros and just learn when my body is hungry or full. One of the reasons why I'm pretty against macros is because it doesn't really teach you how to listen to your body. You just like follow the numbers and then I forgot what I felt like what, to be full. Like I forgot what it felt like to be hungry. So that was like a whole process. And what I've learned about intuitive eating is like every day is different. Depending on your activity level, you know, one day I could eat way more than a, another day. And like, that's completely fine. Like your body is going to balance itself out. For example, like if I have more carbs in my first meal of the day for breakfast, then in my next meal, I might try to get in more protein and more fats, but it's all intuitive. Like I don't weigh anything. I don't track anything at all. I just listen to my body. So one thing I actually learned from living with my toxic ex was to let go of control because this is like, I guess not really to throw shade at him, but he was very different than me in terms of like organization. So he was very disorganized and he like was not disciplined. So it was very difficult for me to follow my routine and because we had a very like codependent relationship. So I felt like I lost myself in that relationship and I just kind of morphed into what he wanted because like he didn't know how to empower me to be my own self at that time. And I'm just so glad that it's over now. I talked about it a lot in my first, in my, not first, but in the previous um, 
episode that I did, this last solo episode. But anyway, it taught me how to let go of control, even though it was like a bad situation. Because if I were to be so controlling, like, and be like, I need to eat this way, I need to keep tracking my food, blah, 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 blah. Like, I probably would have gone crazy because we would often like eat together and like we would spend so much time together. And because he wasn't very supportive of my healthy, I guess, habits or trying to be healthy, I would have gone crazy. So it really taught me to let go of control. And the, like, I tried to not let those little things bother me anymore. So that is that is one thing, one good thing that came out of the toxic relationship. And that is something that I learned. And then after I started like not focusing on the weight, I like stopped focusing on what I was eating during this whole time I was in Hong Kong. I barely worked out like I went from someone working out like five, six times a week, like twice a day during my bikini competition prep to someone who barely worked out. Like I think I worked out maybe like once a month when I was in Hong Kong, not even I did do a lot of walking when I was there, but I did not focus on exercise at all. And I feel like the weight just eventually came off after my body reset itself. I was watching a YouTube series actually by Stephanie Buttermore, and she was talking about how she like reset her body by just eating until she was full. For a complete year, she gained like a ton of weight in the beginning because she had, she had like a huge appetite and then afterwards her body just kind of balanced out and I feel like that's kind of what I went through unknowingly. So I just ate until I was full and yes, I gained a bit of weight in the beginning. My body didn't look like what I wanted, but that was necessary in the healing process. So I feel like a lot of you girls out there, a lot of you women, if you've been restricting yourself for many, many years in your life that, and you want to reset your appetite, your hunger levels, you might gain a weight in the beginning. Like you probably will, you probably will be bloated and you probably won't look your best. But you have to understand that that is just a part of the healing process and you need to trust that you will get to where you want to be. And I feel like that's something that I've really learned right now, like as I'm going through even more health issues, which I'm going to dive into in a bit. So after all the weight came off, and then I moved back to Canada, moved back to Vancouver. And then I I was still in that toxic relationship. You know, stress was constantly building up. I eventually started working at a job, doing marketing at a hotel. And I hated that job. Like the culture was just not what I wanted. And then my relationship was like crazy. So both things, you know, my career, my relationship, everything was just not going well. And I had a lot of stress. And this is the first time I started seeing like physical health problems in my body. So I, I would get like episodes of dizziness. And I never had an anxiety attack ever before this. But every time I got those dizzy episodes, it would feel like an anxiety attack, a panic attack. And I feel like that's, it was like an issue within my body, you know, like, I know that anxiety can be a mind thing, but I felt like it was a combination of my body, my mind, just like everything together. So to feel dizzy, I had like insomnia. It was really hard for me to fall asleep at that time. And I was getting a bit of like adrenal fatigue symptoms again. And I didn't work out much anymore, like because I was working a very strict like nine to five job. It wasn't very flexible. And I just like, we're going to the gym was not really my priority at this time. But I wanted to feel better. So what my friend, like Clara, she told me about acupuncture. So I decided to try it. And I feel like acupuncture was a lifesaver at that time because I didn't know what was going on with my body. I was like, why am I getting these like dizzy episodes? Like bright lights would trigger me. And it was just very scary because it was something that I never experienced before. So acupuncture definitely helped. And then... I went to the doctor like multiple times, like probably five times. And honestly, they weren't much help. In my opinion, like I really like going to holistic practitioners, um, like holistic wellness is what I'm all about. So the family doctor didn't give me much input because she just told me I had PCOS 
because I had like three out of the four symptoms. And I, I told her that my hormones have been kind of weird all my life because my periods have been very irregular, like ever since I was in high school. But it didn't bother me much until like recent years. So afterwards, I decided to quit my job. I told you guys a little bit about that. I was like, fuck this. I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. Claire and I were chatting. We were like, if you quit, I'll quit. And then I was like, yes, I'm going to quit because I hate this place. So I quit. And then I kept going to acupuncture. And just before I quit, I also went to the naturopath. And we did another like saliva test that tests your hormones throughout the day. It was my second time doing that test, and I actually did it again recently. I'm still waiting for the results. But I went to the naturopath. That really helped. And then she gave me, like, some supplements. And then my chiropractor also, like, helped me release a lot of tension in my neck because I found that I really hold a lot of tension in my neck and shoulders. And le- when I learned about how, like, your emotions can manifest into physical issues, I was like, oh, I'm definitely holding a- onto a lot of trauma and just like insecurity in my neck and shoulders so after that i also left my toxic relationship i left my toxic 13 year and like engaged relationship and then i like i instantly felt better like i'm not even lying when i say that i'm not even exaggerating because i had a cold for so long just before the breakup like I think I was sick for almost a month and at that time I was also pursuing like an entrepreneur venture like we were working on this lash beauty business and all the signs were telling us that the beauty business like wasn't meant for us and we weren't even passionate about it but we were just hanging on I was hanging on specifically once I decided to let go of that business I started to feel a little bit better and after I let go of the like the relationship after we broke up I was like completely better and then so I truly truly believe that if you're having a lot of stress if you're having a lot of mindset issues it's really going to translate into physical problems in your body so this brings me to now where I'm going through this like intense purge like I'm having so many health issues right now but my mindset is very different So I was talking to my friend Carolyn yesterday and and then she was telling me like, yes, she sees like I'm such an intense person. And when I was at my peak fitness level, like my body was amazing, but my health or my mindset wasn't very healthy at that time. Like I was still very restrictive, very controlled. I wasn't happy with myself. I wasn't confident, even though my body looked amazing and I was super, super fit. I could do like so many push-ups and like lift so much weight but my mindset wasn't healthy. But now being where I am, my body like isn't the fittest that it's ever been. It doesn't look like amazing right now, but my mind is actually going through a lot of transformation and I feel like my mind is constantly progressing towards being becoming healthier. So let me tell you a little bit about the issues that I'm going through right now. So I'm going through hormonal issues, my period is irregular again. Whenever I do have my health under control, when my mindset is healthy, when I have a good balance of structure in my routines and when I'm eating nutritious foods, I do find that my period is very balanced. Like I am able to get it every month. And then starting with like the whole pandemic thing, just before that, I had this episode of food poisoning. And I was so, so, so like, adamant on still working out the day that I started to feel nauseous it was just not good and now knowing myself I tend to be the type of person that's like super hard on myself and I don't allow myself to rest so I will never do that again (laughs) but anyway I had this intense food poisoning episode I was like throwing up four or five times and then I went to the hospital in the middle of the night and then right after that I felt like everything was just going downhill. I would get those dizzy episodes again. And I was like, what is going on? And I would get like very bad migraines, so bad that I couldn't get out of bed. And I tried to do what I did last year. Like I went to acupuncture, I went to Cairo, but they helped a little bit. 
but I'm, I'm still not fully healed. And I feel like at this point, I'm, I'm learning to let go of timeline expectations. I talked about this two episodes ago about how to manifest your dreams and manifest what you want in life. And for me, I really need to learn to let go of timeline expectations. Because when I do that, I find that things fall into place. When I did that, my dream relationship happened. When I did that, my dream career happened. And now my health is just catching up. So I'm letting go of like a healed healing date. Like I'm not saying, oh, I must be healed by the end of summer or whatever like that. I'm really working on that mindset. So a few things I've learned to heal. I learned that holding emotions in your body can manifest in different ways. So I talked a little about about this. Claire is reading this book called The Emotion Code, and I do want to borrow it from her after. One of the things being like you store anger in your liver, you store insecurity and past traumas that are unresolved in your kidney and bladder. And I've just seen my body go through so much now that I'm a lot more chill, I guess, with my routine. Like, I know I'm not the most fit that I am right now, but one thing that I'm really proud of is that I'm not beating myself up about that at all. Like, I have not really gone to the gym since February, since the whole pandemic thing happened. Right now, it is July. I've gone to the gym twice, and the last one... I tried to take it like super easy, but it was still, I feel like I still need a little bit more rest. And I'm okay with that because I know that the gym is always going to be there for me. The gym is always going to be there. I know that I can get back into it right now. I just need to really focus on healing. And it's funny because before I struggled with like binging and overeating, but right now I almost struggle with undereating. Because my body was so stressed that I lost my appetite and I felt so nauseous and it was really bad, you know, like some days I have really bad anxiety and I'm like crying about it. I'm not saying that every day is a good day, like I do have very, very bad days. But thankfully, I think going to acupuncture and last week I went to my naturopath and I found out that I have histamine intolerance. So histamine intolerance, I feel like a lot of people might suffer from this because the symptoms could be like hay fever allergies and you might have them all year round because so many foods and like other things trigger it and I was like oh my goodness this is why my allergies are so bad and also if you have really bad histamine intolerance you can feel dizzy you can have irregular menstrual cycles and like all the symptoms that I'm feeling I was like oh my goodness so I started cutting out all the foods that are high in histamines because my body just can't break it down. So when you're histamine intolerant, it means that you have a buildup of histamines in your body and you cannot break them down. And the foods that trigger it are kind of like counterintuitive because even things like spinach, tomato, eggplant, bananas, a lot of berries, pineapple, papaya, soy sauce, fermented foods like kombucha, sauerkraut, kimchi, like all these things can trigger your histamine intolerance. And then I was eating all of those things. Like I literally had a spinach smoothie every single morning for like the last month or so. And then after I cut that out, like I'm gradually starting to feel better. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm so happy that I found the solution. So one thing that I really learned is that one thing that works for you in a certain period of your life might not work during another period. Because like last year, I went to acupuncture and I feel like that was like the key to solving my health issues. But this year, I went to acupuncture so many times, even more than last year, but it wasn't like fully healing me. And I realized like there were other things that I needed to do. And in addition to changing my physical habits, I've also worked on my mental health. So I've started to learn how to meditate. Like I've always been someone who's found... It's so difficult to meditate. I'm such, a, such an antsy person. But so many people were telling me they feel like meditation will really help me. So I was like, okay, I'm going to just force myself to try it. And I'm still a beginner right now, but I feel like it's helped my mindset so much. And I don't feel like 
I feel like I'm able to breathe better by doing meditation. And I learned how like releasing past traumas can really help me because I feel like I was holding on to a lot of past traumas from my 13 year relationship. Like that was 13 years of my life. It wasn't a short time. And I got to be patient with myself, patient with myself to allow myself to heal. And uh, through meditation and just like through random moments, I would be reminded of a memory like with my family or like a childhood friendship or something like that. And it would force me to deal with that memory. Like I mentioned to you guys a few of them. Uh, what was it? Like I had a friendship falling out like six, seven years ago, which I was just like so hurt by that whole situation. And I started writing about it. Like I was like, I need to just write this out in a novel. Who knows if I'm going to publish it, but I need to write it out. And I reached out to that friend just to let her know I was thinking about her. I apologize for not like keeping up with her friendship. And I don't expect us to be friends again. But for me, it was just very healing to do that. So yeah, like now that I've seen my body change so much, I know that I will find a new balance and I'm learning to heal my emotions. I'm not beating myself up about it. And I rarely, rarely overeat anymore. Like I, I don't have guilt over like food and I've just learned to develop a healthy relationship with food. I think one of the things that taught me in my own personal journey is that I know that I feel very sick after I eat certain foods. Like I used to have such a bad sweet tooth. And it's funny because after in my experimentation phase, I forgot to touch on this, but I also experimented with like the keto diet. And when I did that, I knew that I was doing it temporary, like temporarily. I, I did not want to eat keto for the rest of my life, but I was just curious to learn about it and see how my body would react because it's such like a popular diet. And after eating that, I actually felt really good having like a lot more fat content in my diet. And then it kind of made my sweet tooth completely disappear, which was so crazy to me. Like nowadays, I almost never have a sweet tooth, which is crazy because I used to like crave sweets all the freaking time. And I just learned about how your cravings can mean different things for your body. Like if I am craving sugar one day or if I am craving like a lot of carbs, it might be because my body is stressed because stress can lead to that. Or it could just mean I'm not eating enough like healthy carbs. So I will load up on like more rice, oatmeal, you know, things like that, like complex carbs. And if I'm craving a lot of like deep fried foods, I'll know that I might not be eating enough in general because deep fried foods are very high in calories, high in fat. It could just be like my body wants food. So it wants like a hit of calories quickly. So I might need to increase my healthy fat content. So after learning about those things, it just taught me so much about my body. And another thing I learned is food combining. So when you... When you combine fast digesting foods with slower digesting foods, it can cause you to have indigestion if you have a weak digestive system like me. For example, carbs are the fastest digesting food. Protein are a little bit slower and fats are the slowest. So if I eat like simple carbs with a ton of fat, then I can have a lot of bloating in my body and just like not feel good. Let me think of an example of that. Like, oh, like if I eat fruit, if I eat fruit too close to like a high fat meal, like even if I just eat animal protein and then eat like fruit right after, I find that that causes a little bit of bloating for me. Sometimes it's really bad. So after I learned that, I kind of know what foods to combine now and like to wait a little bit if I have a high fat meal and I want fruit then I should wait like a couple hours before eating fruit and that helps my stomach feel better so I'm really mindful of these things and things like my Virgo moon that always wants knowledge like always is searching for these facts it just helped me learn more about my body 
And one thing I've learned is the more that you restrict, the more you will want to rebel. I find that every time I restrict myself, I'm like, oh, I just want to rebel. I just want to eat something unhealthy. So nowadays, it's really difficult for me because I'm, I'm all about balance now, but because of my histamine intolerance, there are so many foods that I'm not able to eat. And it is still hard some days because I'm like, oh, I wish I could just eat whatever I wanted. Or I'll have like a craving for, uh, what was it? The other day I had a craving for fish and chips. And I was like, I really want fish and chips, but it's probably going to make me dizzy, give me a headache. And I just reminded myself of my long-term goal. And it wasn't that much of a struggle for me, you know, like I don't allow myself to get super, super hungry because that is the point when your body just wants whatever. And when you're hungry, you might not make the best decisions. And it's also not good for my adrenals to go hungry for that long. And I mentioned this in one of my Instagram posts. It's a line from the book I was reading, The Universe Has Your Back by Gabby Bernstein. It says, what you judge in others is a reflection of what you judge in yourself. And what you love in others is a reflection of what you love in yourself. So I find that if I'm, I'm like triggered by other people in a certain way, I'm like, oh, is that because like I'm like that? You know, and then I reflect on myself and see how I need to forgive myself or need to release. And I feel like this whole process has really helped me to let go of control. And it's just made me feel a lot healthier with my mindset. And that leads to a healthy relationship with food because I don't tend to want to control my food or binge or anything like that because I feel like whenever you have a lot of unresolved past traumas, it can really come out in your relationship with food. Because I guess it's the one thing that we can control in our, in our life, like we can control what we're eating. So if we feel like we don't have control over other parts of our lives, we might use eating as a way to do that. So for me, I'm like still a pretty extreme person. <laughs> I'm still trying to find a balance between being too restrictive and too liberal. And by that, I mean like being too focused on all my health problems and being like, I can't eat this. I can't eat that. Like, I can't even touch it because I don't want to get a headache. But at the same time, like I can't just let loose and like not think about it at all. Because one of the weeks before I found out that I had histamine intolerance, I was just so frustrated because I was like, I'm eating so clean right now super super clean and I was like why do I still feel sick I was like I was like screw it I'm just gonna go eat McDonald's like I, I can't even think about this right now so I went to McDonald's and actually the first time I had McDonald's I didn't feel that bad I think probably because like the acupuncture had helped a bit and things like that but then after that I started having like McDonald's a few more times and then I was just like my all my eating just went out the door and I started feeling sick again and then I found out about the histamine intolerance I was like Oh my goodness, even though I was eating clean, I was eating things like spinach, soy sauce, pork. Like those things are all triggering for my specific body type. And now I know like I have a reason to eat healthy like and eat clean because I want to heal my body. And when I am healed, then I can eat way more normally again. I can eat with way more balance. But this is just temporary for now. And the more I focus on doing that, the more, like, the faster my body can heal. So the more that I pay attention to also my mental and emotional health, I feel like the more I can heal as well. Like, even this morning, like, I don't know what it was. Like, I was just having a moment in my car. Like, I was listening to music while I was driving to somewhere. And I just had a vision of when I'm healthy again. And it gave me something to look forward to, like, it almost makes me emotional talking about this because I've honestly haven't felt a hundred percent or I haven't felt myself in a really long time. Like since February, that's um, February, March, April, May, June, July. That's like five months now. I haven't felt like myself. 
And just having that vision of me being healthy, energetic, going to the gym again, like going out with my friends, going on dates with my boyfriend without feeling sick. I feel like that really gives me something to look forward to. And um, honestly, I have like tears in my eyes right now as I say this because I don't know, it just gives me something to be excited about. And I feel like when I focus on these things, like when I focus on my manifestations, when I focus on journaling and releasing, it's helped me develop a healthier mindset with food. And I'm not, I'm not focused on how I look. I'm not focused on not binging or not overeating. Like those things just aren't a concern for me because all I want to be is healed. And if I need to rest more in this period of time, like, that's completely okay. I need to stop being so hard on myself. But one day I will be healed and I am going to be able to enjoy life in a more balanced way. I'm a huge, huge foodie. So it is very difficult for me right now to need to be so disciplined and need to eat so clean. It's, it's kind of funny because I feel like I go through times in my life where I was purposely being restrictive for not good reasons. But now it's like, I do need to be a little bit more restrictive, but it is because I want to heal. It's not because I want to be skinny. It's not because I want to be more quote unquote fit, but it's because I want my body to heal. And I've learned that having discipline doesn't mean being overly restrictive. So if I do want, you know, a treat, I should allow myself to have one like, I think that's one way that I learned to eat intuitively. Whenever I crave something, I'll just allow myself to have it. Like, why restrict yourself? I'm saying this from, like, I guess a regular, quote-unquote, person's point of view because obviously right now, because of my histamine intolerance and my food sensitivities, I can't just be like, I want McDonald's and go get it because it's going to make me feel super, super sick. But if I was healthy or before when I was healthy and when I am healthy in the future, if I crave something, I'm going to allow myself to have it because I'll be satisfied after. And then afterwards, I, I won't have that craving again. And I truly feel that having a healthy mind leads to a healthy body because when I was intuitive eating in the past, when I really learned how to do that, my fitness was amazing. Like I feel like I had the most balance right after my breakup. I was going to the gym maybe like one to three times a week doing like high intensity training, weightlifting. I wasn't going like five, six times like I used to, but I felt fit. I was proud of the way I looked and I was honestly eating whatever I wanted. Like to me, intuitive eating is like if I eat an unhealthy meal, if I have an unhealthy day, like I have a little bit more junk. And the next day, I'll make sure to load up an, on a few more vegetables, on a few more nutri nutrients, like nutritious foods. And I don't feel guilty about it at all. Like, if I indulge and have a good time with my friends and family, I'll be grateful for that. You know, food brings people together. Food is a very emotional thing. And I enjoy, like, eating foods with my friends. I enjoy having wine with my girlfriends. <laughs> That's something I really, really miss right now because I... I haven't been able to drink alcohol because alcohol is very, very triggering for histamine intolerance. But back to what I was saying, I feel like I'm, I'm relearning how to develop a new routine and new habits for healing in this current period of time. And one of the main things that I hope you take away from this is that your body will look different when you're healing, but it's temporary. You know, don't, you should love your body. Like, don't beat yourself up for not being perfect because no one is perfect. You know, perfection is boring. And just trust in the process. Know that there will be a day where you will achieve your goals. Like, that is very attainable. But just let go of any timeline expectations because you don't know when it could happen. And also remember that too much of a good thing isn't always good. For me, like for example, I was eating spinach all the time. And spinach is supposed to be good. But it wasn't 
healthy for me because it was triggering my histamine. So I like to like, you know, spice it up. Put some variation in your diet, variation in the nutritious foods that you eat because that will also help keep things exciting. And I want to end with a little bit of an astrology note here. So last couple episodes, I think it was like two episodes ago, I talked a bit about the Saturn return. So the Saturn return happens about every 27 to 29 years, like 30 years, you could say. So that's why a lot of people go through crazy life changes, like around age 27 to 30. They can go through career changes, relationship changes, divorces, breakups, whatever. And for me, I feel like that definitely happened. I don't feel like it was a coincidence. A lot of my friends also went through breakups, career changes, and I feel like it's because this, you know, this whole Saturn return happened. Like Saturn is a planet of responsibility, of limits. And it's kind of like teaching us lessons in life. And the Saturn return is happening in Aquarius. I don't know if it changed. It's supposed to take a dip into Capricorn for a bit and then go back to Aquarius. And my Saturn sign is in Aquarius. So it's affecting me right now. And it's also my sixth house, which is the house of health. And when I learned that, I was like, oh my God, that is literally what's happened to me, happening to me. That is why my health is getting shaken up in these few years. And it just made me learn that I need to let go of things that are not working. The return also kind of reveals to you what choices we've made that may be out of sync with our true destiny. And if you don't readjust, you're going to keep getting hit with the same lessons again and again. So for me, it was like, I finally realized I shouldn't be in my toxic relationship. And then once I realized that I got out of it and, you know, I was able to manifest my dream relationship. And for career wise, once I let go of the control of I must be an entrepreneur in this specific way, I must be a YouTuber full time, I must be a full time podcaster. Once I let go of that, I eventually landed on my dream job that I didn't even know existed and that I didn't even know would satisfy all my needs and wants. And I feel like my health is just the next thing. So hopefully that was helpful for you guys. I hope that any of you guys who are going through any eating struggles, health struggles, fitness struggles, just to not be so hard on yourself. Not be so hard on yourself. Know that you always have a choice to make. You can always say yes and no to things and you don't need to feel guilty. One bad meal is not going to disrupt your whole health journey, even like a bad day, a bad week. You know, you can get back on track and it will get better. So thank you so much for listening, guys. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. You can follow me, underscore Jacqueline Sun. You can also follow the podcast at Glow Radio Co. And I would love it so, so much if you guys leave me a review on iTunes because that would just literally make my day. I love hearing from you guys. And you can even comment on Instagram and tell me what, what else you want to hear me talk about or take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast and DM it to me. I would love that. So yeah, thank you so much and I shall see you guys in the next one or chat with you guys in the next one. Love you all. Bye.